Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Nobody's Listening to This Music Podcast. I'm Andrew. And I'm Eric. Electric Soul Unity much? <laughs> Dude. So, we're doing Happy Diving. Happy Diving, yeah. Electric Soul Unity. Unity something or other, as I call it. Um, and the record opens up with the most heinous feedback I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Literally like that. Yeah. So sick. <laughs> so I think over the course of us doing this podcast, we've been doing it. We've been doing it a long time now, right? We've been doing it a minute. Yeah. One thing that you should know about Eric is as much as uh-huh. he likes playing guitar on stuff, right? Everybody. Yeah. yeah. He likes auxiliary uh-huh. guitar noises even more. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I yeah, yes. Just sounds, guitar sounds like a plugging in or or feedback. A, or a good like, rake, a good chucka chucka. Yeah, yeah. A little like kind of, you know, because like I think so much music is just like, okay, there's this consistent amount of one to two guitars the entire time. Mm-hmm. And like... I've really learned that I really enjoy, like, when you just hear a third guitar come in and it's so obvious that it's a third guitar, like, a very different tone and, like, very different, you know, or whatever, or just, like, a feedback thing or, like, you know, something really clearly turns from one guitar into two guitars in a given part or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So this is, this album is just a playground of that kind of stuff. Yeah. There's dueling guitar solos in the first song. Yeah, hard hard pan. Hard right pan. But <laughs> waiter, just noise. It's kind of insane that they don't didn't do like second takes. No, yeah. But this is the part yeah, of the song that- at the end of the song where I was like, "This sounds like Weezer to me." Uh huh. Sure. Like a melodic solo, but just noisier. Yeah, they're doing that bar chord. Uh huh. Oh yeah. You know the the one where it's the the power chords with the with the your root note on the A, but you also do it on the E. Right. Yeah. But it's in standard tuning, so it's so there's like a little bit of uh, I think they call it that crushing. Okay, it, sure. It's like yeah. some like weird frequency. Yeah. Like, totally. Crushing. Yeah, just like kind of mashing almost almost not dissonant, but there's some play there with sonics. Right. Dude. I've heard Uncle Dave play this on bass a thousand times. You know what I mean? <laughs> nice. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think that's what's just sort of what's happening to me is I'm just I I'm getting closer to uncle dave's stuff yeah just as i age a year maybe two years ago you show me this and i'm just don't show me this you know what i mean uh uh-huh. i don't yeah, hate yeah, this yeah. now i'm like a, that, i'm like yeah. evolving that makes sense to me it's funny because it does feel like like I've mentioned this band a few times recently and then people have been like, okay, yeah. Yeah, I think I know like a song. I think I know a couple songs of theirs. Mm-hmm. That one song, Space Ooze, that I sent you. Uh, oh, the yeah, one that's on their first album. Um, but uh, 
Yeah, like, so I think that this is, like, within our world musically, but it... Yeah, you're right. If I showed this to you when we started the podcast, I'd be like, nah, he's not going to be into this at all. He's not going to be stoked on this. And but even now, I'm not, just like... <clears throat> I'm not, like, stoked on it, but it's, like... Like, I get it more. Yeah. Top shelf. So, I mean... There it is. It's on That's top what shelf. I feel like top jet t- top shelf is very like scene adjacent. Yeah, top shelf just every now and then had like one band. Uh huh. And it's like like a great big pile of leaves or something. Like for some reason they were in like alt press. They're not going to really tour with any bands that we're just going to see anyway. But like right, you'd for have some to reason, like, go out of your way to see those guys. Yeah. But for some reason, they're on a label that we know. Dude, and now now that we're talking guitar noises, what a perfect time to segue into what I said right before we started recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, you yeah. were like, Let's hear ooh, it. Ooh, 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 save it. I'm excited. So for I've this. been toying with the idea of putting a pedal board together. And it, for anybody sure. that knows me, I've never really been a big outboard gear guy. Right. I've been a guitar into an interface, into my computer, do everything in the computer. However, the other day I was like, you know what? It would yeah, be what's ki- the- it would be kind of nice to have a tuner like on uh-huh. the floor. Right. And just so I could tune my guitar. And then I was like, well, if I have a tuner, what am I just going to have a tuner? Might as well toss a tube screamer on I'm going to have a, I'm going to have a tuner in a in a one spot and that's going to be it. I mean, uh-huh. come on. So then I was like, all right, well, then I'll get, you know, I'll get a, I'll get a pedal board. And so here's what I've been thinking. Yeah. You know how I always tell okay. you I want the, I want the Digitech whammy to make the, yeah, do the pitch yes. shifty shit. So those are like 250. Speaking of like $260 yeah. brand new. Sure, sure, sure. Used, you're still looking at about $200 shipped. One, anywhere from okay. 150 to 180 like shipped yeah they make a different pedal called the ricochet which instead of having an expression pedal on it it just has a momentary metal like your regular guitar pedal switch but it like it but it's a momentary kind of thing it does the it does like it automates you doing the expression pedal thing like you're not finessing a like the amount but it's like you're kind of just you would go for it anyway I'd, yeah I'd go 0 100 0 100 0 100 anyways yeah okay and then you can modulate how fast it goes up and goes down oh there you it, go and then dude. it has like a bunch of different settings for like pitches and stuff but I'm just using it for that two octave fucking Weedle D you know what I'm saying yeah 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 so I like how visually this looks the same too it's just without the Right. So I was thinking about, you know, tuner, ricochet. Uh-huh. I was probably going to get a drive. I like that. A drive pedal of some sort, probably. Yeah, of course. But then, for sure, remember how much I loved my cathedral and then I got rid of it? Yeah. Go- I have to get a cathedral. Okay. I love cool. my cathedral. I almost... I. I feel like I you were selling that around the time that I was like, you know how I kind of go in waves of like wanting to buy doing gear. well and then 
being a poor person again. Oh, okay. I mean, and as, so as you started, everybody, I think. Right, exactly. And so you were selling them when I was doing well. And then I was like, cool, maybe I'll buy that next week. And then I became a poor person again. And uh, I haven't gotten any. Oh, I actually, um, I'm, I'm using a, a chorus now. Wow. A boss chorus? Yeah. Of course it is. Of course. Of course it is. Very good. But yeah, I've been toying yeah, with the out, idea shout out Brent. of making a uh, pedal board. That's fun. For the studio. For the stew. For the stew. That's cool. Just some basics and just kind of like, that's neat. Yeah, I was like thinking about get it, like putting outboard gear on there that you can't really mimic easily. Right. On like on a uh, on a computer. There you go. That makes sense. Sounds like condensed enough. It sounds like fun. Probably cost me like a thousand dollars to do eventually, but like. But to what are you thinking for your physical board? That's a good question. I was probably going to get like one of those metal ones that you can stick all the wires under. Yeah, I think you have one of those, right? Yeah, my uh, what's it called? Pedal train. Yeah, pedal train. You put like the Velcro on it, and it's just basically yeah, a couple metal bars. Yeah, they make one that's a better size. Mine is like I think about this long, mm-hmm. but it's only like the height of one pedal. I think they make one now that's about the height of two pedals and a little bit more condensed that yeah. wasn't out when I got mine. That's and probably I kind of wish I had that one. That's probably what I'll yeah. end up doing. So for anybody wondering what I was doing outboard gear-wise, nothing, but I'm thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like... In, so in that song, Space Ooze, like you said, you were like, I like that they don't do a second take. And like, you know... Maybe they don't, but, like, there's definitely, like, mistakes, like, just kind of dead notes, like, in the solo. Yeah. And then, like, I just noticed that on this song, too. Um, yeah, there's fully the, the a couple track, of, actually. like, guitar hero, yeah. you missed a note kind of notes. Right. And then in the song before this one, I think there was a little solo, too, in, in Holy Ground, I, I believe, um, where two guitars were harmonizing and the third one was just like doing oscillating feedback in the background. Oh yeah, that's another thing <laughs> that yeah I really want to be able to do live is yeah yeah a, yeah like changing the speed around on a delay. Mm-hmm. Hard to do in a program with a mouse. Yeah, Hold, dude. Holding I think a I have to. I think that I have to buy another uh, one spot daisy chain piece and maybe a new. A new actual board. At this point, because just buy I'm, like a buy like the the actual brick. Oh, like an actual power supply. Right. I think at this point it's worth it, right? Probably. I don't really know the exact benefit of it, uh, uh, other than I think it's just clean power. I think there's. I think clean, yeah. I think one spot daisy chains are like dangerous or something. I bet once I start connecting a few of them too, yeah. But because so I do, this is gonna be a very pedal heavy episode, I think. Yeah, fuck it. But, We're talking about a band that's literally going. Yeah, yeah, it's correct. Um, so I have my tuner. Of course. I have my um, tube screamer copy, 
mini thing. I have I brought the I brought the big muff back because I'm deciding that I'm playing. I'm gonna get a obnoxious pickle. rhythm in this band. Okay, good. Um, and then I'm playing the chorus now. Is that five? That's only four. And oh, my clean boost. And are these just on? The clean boost and the uh, tube screamer copy are. I think the other day I was playing with the chorus on like the whole time. But it was that's the first time I've played with a chorus, so I don't know exactly what I'm doing with it yet. I gotta kind of dial it in. I think the fuzz comes on when I get when I want it to. I really like um, a strong chorus for like yeah. an, like as an effect pedal and not as like a tone supplement. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, that's where I'd like to be with it eventually. Um, but I also have like a delay pedal in my bag and I have like a flange in my bag and like oh, you have like a Dan Electro right yeah the hash browns I think it's called let me look it up I, I've never I can never remember if it's flange or phase but but that um, I, I'll make I'll put a make a hard stance here that's the same let's effect hear it. as far as I'm it concerned. is right yeah it's like one is just more intense, right? I don't know. That's the thing. Maybe one has more of like a tremolo effect. I don't know. If I'm wrong, let me know I'm wrong. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it's a flanger. I like this this lead a lot in fantasy. I don't know who this reminds me of specifically. Oh, you know, uh-huh. you know what this is actually reminding me of a lot? Who? Some of the more lo-fi... Super Heaven songs. Okay. Cool. Yeah, that's actually really what this song's reminding me of right now. And then this chorus, yeah, like you're saying, is kind of just like a a dope chorus just with like a bunch of fuzz. Just a, yeah, a bunch of fuzz on it. Yeah, let's go back to Big Muff real quick. Yeah. That's a pedal that a lot of people seem to like that I just cannot get behind. It's funny, like... It's too big. I, uh, it's too big. Oh, it's way too big. It does not need to be that big. It, what it needs to do is... I know that they make it. It, it needs to be this big. It needs to be yeah, they, regular pedal-sized. A little Big Muff exists, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. And there's, like, weird... Like, for some reason, fuzz pedals, like, want to be obnoxious. There's that one, the fuzz face, that's, like, round. Right. Yeah. What is that? It's not going to fit. What am I supposed to do with it's that? It's not going to fit. <laughs> it sucks. Make it that a rectangle. Sucks. Like people make yeah. boss like who else has been making rectangular pedals forever? Dunlop. Oh, um yeah. Like even so even a even a rat is like maybe maybe you could be smaller. They make a mini rat now. Will has a little rat on his board. It, it was, right. And even a rat that great. even then is a square. Yeah, yeah. A big muff is like a shield shape. That's and that's part of the reason why I'm saying I need to buy new pedal board stuff is because I want my fuzz on there, but it's also like it's too fucking big. It's too big. It's too and fucking then like, big. But yeah, like you were saying, you're, you're not maybe don't. But so then I'm kind. Of, I was about to say, oh yeah, like you know whatever. Listening to fuzz sounds. Obviously, I love fuzz sounds. If I'm like showing you this band right, this of is course. like just uh, there's this twelve fuzz, fuzz the pedal record. stacked. Yeah. But then, like, when I am playing my fuzz, like, you know how, like, I feel like 
or maybe maybe this isn't even a relatable thought because I can I almost don't even relate to it anymore. But I feel like as a kid, I would have a tough time like playing um, uh, Uncle Dave's instruments mm-hmm. because he would just like plug like a Jazzmaster copy into a Fender Bassman. Yep, and like it would just be so clean. And I just didn't know what to do with just that. So you know what I mean? Clean. Like I was just like, nothing I know how to play is gonna sound cool. I can play like all time low songs. Like it's that doesn't sound good clean. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's like like the blink chord progression or whatever. Like and so like but then at one point like I started to just like be like Oh, if I turn on my tube screamer copy and my big muff, I feel like I'm shredding. You know what I mean? Like, it just sounds cooler. And, like, I feel, like, more confident kind of just, like, riffing around and kind of making mistakes and stuff. And it, like, sounds cool Because that it, way. like, hides your mistakes a little bit. Yeah. And even then, when you are kind of just, like... Like, I keep using the term obnoxious. Mm-hmm. Like, like, and I just... For some reason, I always think of when I saw Waves uh, in 2013 and they got, like, a second guitarist live... And, like, the dude is playing, like, a glowing green Steve Vai Ibanez kind of with the handle out with the Floyd Rose. Just, like, so loud. And just, like, almost, like, like it was, like, comical what he was doing to these songs. It was, like, hey, there's not a second guitar part, so I'm just going to play the rhythm. And then I'm going to riff around and then feed back and just, like, (laughs) just, like, just, like, so nuts. And, um, yeah, and just kind of like, yeah, just kind of, oh, I made a little mistake. How about I'll just, like, move my hand over the whole neck right now and just make sounds, like, and for some reason I really think that's, like, uh, maybe that's a, a crutch in my playing, um, but I I just love, like, just noise like You don't that. have to tell me about making noise on a guitar. Some of my favorite metal yeah. that's come out recently is uh-huh. just noise sometimes. Right. Yeah, this part in Lost My What's... Way is insane. <laughs> the beginning of it. It's uh-huh. all, it's just clipped. Yeah. I would love to see what this song looks like in waveform. Uh-huh. It's just oh, a brick. Man, it's... it's just a brick. I guess you'll see it later. Send send me a photo when you're editing the episode. I'm almost certain this entire record is just going to be like one brick of sound. Uh-huh. And so this one does have like I forget if I think uh Headspell like kind of has a little bit more dynamics, track 5, and I think one of the next few songs like has like an acoustic guitar. Which is sort of why I picked this album over the other one, even though I like Space Who's the that's my favorite song of theirs. The single on the on the last album. Yeah. But because like this album does kind of just have a little bit more range. Like they they're messing around like a little bit more on this one. Yeah. So let's so, let, me, let me get into uh-huh. let me get into album structure. I like to get into album yeah. structure a little bit. Let's hear this it. is for sure a collection of singles, right? Uh-huh. They all sound sort of similar, so, you know, album. Um, yeah. I don't know if they necessarily flow well together. 
right? They okay. kind of just like one song, two song, three song, four song, kind of. Yeah. But I like at this point, I feel like that's almost what they had to have been going for. Yeah, it's, feels, uh, feels appropriate. They're like tricking me a little bit just by doing so much feedback. That you think they flow a little bit. Right, but they don't. It's funny on the, the 10 Things album, like we're kind of in the in the sequencing phase now, kind of working on some art. You heard it here first. The album's hey. done. We're sequencing. We're doing art. Hopefully it'll come out in the next month or so. But um, like, yeah, almost every song like begins and ends with feedback. Yeah. And it's like, it's just funny to, we're, like, we're going to have to, like, trim and stuff and, you know, lead, lead, create connections or whatever. But, yeah, very much the same thing is like, oh, these kind of go together just because one feedback's out and then another one starts with, like, a click in on the drumsticks. Like, right. Dude. <laughs> uh, so, how did you, how did you find out about? these guys that song space Ooze, just came on a playlist before and i was like oh i like this just the noise yeah because it's this album um, is from 2016 so the one before that had to be from like 2014 right yeah i only heard this band like last year maybe earlier this year even crazy um, how that happens and then yeah then the other day like i think i was saying a couple episodes ago or maybe last episode like i'm playing in a new project and we were kind of like talking about like what kind of stuff we want it to sound like. And I think the way that I was playing, I was like, I think this is what I'm personally going for myself. Uh, and then I was like, I'm just going to listen to this then. Like, cause I just knew the one song before and I was like, all right, I'm just going to listen to the albums and see if I can garner any more inspiration from it. And then, uh, I've just been listening to this for a couple weeks now. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know how to explain it. Like how, you know, like how I feel I, about these individual songs. Yeah. Oh, here's a little bit of a a smaller waveform song. Less here. Claypool. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Power chords on the bass. There we go. Um. Do you know? Do you ever stumble upon that band Ovlov? No. I think I heard them on like a, one of the glitterer playlists because you know how he does like playlists. That's yeah. how I found like Narrowhead too, like uh, who we did an episode on a couple months ago. But like um, they're kind of similar to this, so I feel like there's kind of like this little world of kind yeah. of this thing happening that I'm. The dudes from fucking, goddamn it, what band? Title Fight. They love this band. Yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. Uh, dude, I'm. I texted you the other day. This thought, um, like, so I saw photos on Instagram just on my explore page of like Ned Russin holding a bass live, and I was like, wait a second, he doesn't really play bass live with Glitterer. He just has a laptop uh-huh. and a mic. He kind of dances around and a um, bit. yeah, and challenges his audience to to enjoy it and um like he uh 
I was like, these look like recent photos, though. Like, just the way that's, like, edited or whatever. I was like, this looks more recent than 2018. So then I was, like, looking at the photos, and I was like, oh, there's a girl playing guitar. And then there's, like, some dude I don't know playing another guitar. And then mm. I was like, wait, Glitterer is a band now. And um, I was so, like, I, I'd love to just see Glitterer live anyway, even if it's just him with the mic. I'd imagine even if if for whatever reason he decided he needed to come to Hawaii, he would probably just show up by himself kind of thing. But, like, they're, like, touring with, like, Citizen right now, and, like, they're, like, doing, like, tours now. Um, but, yeah, then I then I looked up tour dates and stuff, and I saw that Glitter was touring Massachusetts two days after my birthday, and that I texted you that it, it breaks my heart that uh, you're not going to go. And I can and promise you I'm gonna not going to go. Yeah, nobody's going to think about it. Nobody would even consider it. And I would, like, I, I would die. I would be so happy. Because it's also I would om- Ben. Ben is it the drummer, too. Oh, okay. I was, His twin brother plays drums. I was going to say. Who plays drums in Title Fight. Maybe they'll play a Title Fight song live? Maybe. Probably not. But. Um, I was going to say. If they're touring with Citizen, that that yeah. would be the move. That's that'd be the only reason I'd go. And it's just to hear yeah. Citizen play songs <laughs> off their first record. Uh huh. Yeah. It's it's so hopefully they play the night I drove alone. I think they play that one. I think I've seen I videos of like, them playing it. Um I hate that they don't that they probably don't like that record. Right, yeah. The the other day I was watching a thing and then um they were like oh, it was the their rig rundown and Perry was like, Well, where do you guys like, you know, where where would you like to point fans in the direction of like who are people who are just getting into you? And he was like, Well, just start with our newest record because it's the best thing we've done. And like as you know, just when you play music, like that you're always going to like the newest thing the most. Right. The old stuff sucks. It's like no, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know how to write anything. We recorded it. I shitty. don't. I don't. I didn't like, know how to write anything. Wrote the best <laughs> record of my lifetime at seventeen years old. Yeah, yeah. So it sucks. <laughs> um, what a terrifying but, hole to try to dig yourself out of. Accidentally writing yeah. a ripper of a record. Yeah. It's funny. I felt like when we had Offshore Descent in high school. I was, like, so overly self-aware of, like, the process of being in a pop-punk band where I'm like, okay, we're going to do the demo. That's going to suck. Then we're going to do the EP. That's going to be pretty good. Then we're going to do a full length, and that's going to be the best music we will ever write in our lives. And then it's all downhill from there. But we have money then. And then, like, right. <laughs> um, I we didn't get as far as the full length. But then I remember we did, maybe like we a year or two it. after I... You know what I mean? Oh, right. For the Friends From Home stuff. We Yeah, we we had a name change. It's funny the name change works on me. Like, I, I think of them as separate bands. It's the same band with a name change that never released yeah. a record. Yeah. But then like... And then a second I remember like a year or two... Yeah, we should visit back. Yeah, we'll probably at, run at, it back a little bit. At this, at the at this point, I I, I I take some responsibility on that one, but um, 
like a year or two after I moved here, like when we stopped being a band, I remember like going back and being like, damn, this was really good. And I hadn't written anything and I hadn't been playing in bands and stuff. And I was like, damn, it happened. Like I was like feeling that where I was like, that's the best music I'm going to do. That sucks. <laughs> Dude. And I, I feel the same way about a lot of that because I, I like had a heavy hand in writing a lot of that. Whereas yeah. the Offshore Descent stuff, I had, like, minor input. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like for the most part, you and I kind of just wrote our own parts. I guess that's the big difference, is then the Friends from Home record was you and I. Where yeah. Offshore Descent was more, mostly mostly Jake, a good amount of Tyler, and then I was just writing my own parts. Yeah. I, and then I just got to dap up after every show with people being like, you're really good at drums, and me being like, thanks. Yeah. That's all you need. This is a good feeling. Really blew my ego out of the roof. Um, <laughs> good, good. Yeah, I, f- I, was, I was feeling myself towards the end of the career there. <laughs> Dude, there was... I was watching one of our videos from All About... Uh, Maybe like the last Offshore Descent show. Maybe like what, just around that time. Yeah, one of the last few. And like, yeah, and I, like you could tell the way that like, you just faces that you're like, I'm playing well right now. It's not like, even that. I know just, what video you're talking about, and I am just uh-huh. so incredibly bored of playing the same part over uh-huh. and oh, I at that point I had played that drum part. A few hundred times, right? Maybe even yeah. A, so you're trying to jazz it up to a, a bit, thousand times, probably, probably. Like three years of playing that same drum part. Yeah, just behind the drum set. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have that many songs either. We really didn't. And I tried. I tried to jazz up as many of the drum parts in the writing process as I could. Yeah. But you know. It's fun though. Uh good times. Good times, good times. Uh we really gotta uh, so inside baseball to talk about it right now, but we gotta we gotta do the offshore descent episode. It's it's been cooking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are we coming up on a... I guess we already missed a ten year anniversary. Did we? Of No, maybe starting to play together. I don't think we maybe uh in the spring. In the spring of uh, 2012, we put out the first EP. What? Oh, or the no, no, no. I think the demo was 2011. I think the EP was 2012. Right. So we'll do it for 10 years of the EP. 10 years of the EP, right? Yeah. Okay, but yeah. So I need my delay on my board again. So instead of playing rhythm guitar, while the two other guitarists in this new project are uh, harmonizing. I'm just gonna. You need to get a loop pedal too. It's a delay looper, but I do probably need them separate at one point. Cause you you need oh how sick would it be in between songs? Cause you gotta be like yeah in between songs. The like um the line six one the green one yep. Uh, where you can just like load in and you just kind of like have a a patch, a feedback patch or something. 
I love on the rig rundowns where they're like, yeah, this one I just like kind of toss on when I'm tuning. Dude, that was and my then, like, favorite. When yeah. I was when we were getting another project that I had going that never really made it all the yeah. way. I had a cathedral that had a freeze function, and I would tune <sighs> my guitar while holding the freeze function. <sighs> and yeah. it was cool to play through That's four songs best. and not have any breaks. That's so sick, actually. There was on the it's funny on the Kurt Vile episode of Rig Rundowns, mm-hmm. he's like, he seems like a weird dude. I could like, he just seems like a nutty guy a little bit, um, socially. I mean, his I think he goes by Kurt Vile, you know. I think that's his birth. I think that's his government that's name. Insane. Bro. I know, but <laughs> but yeah, who knows? But he's like, yeah, like I I buy so many of these things now that I I might as well own stock in a company. And then, like, there's, like, weird kind of, like, conversational timing lapse where then he's, like, so so go and everybody, go and buy one. Everybody go buy one of these. And, like, the other dude, the, the, like, host guy is just, like, like, just laughing. Like, it was a funny joke, I guess, mm-hmm. but also just, like, the the poor timing of it was hilarious to me. Um, but, yeah, I like, I like how everybody just has that pedal just to make noise while they're The tuning. green line six pedal? One, yeah, it's got to be plastic as the hell. One that's, it's got like four buttons. It's getting more and more expensive day by day because people keep fucking breaking them. Right, right. Oh my god. Yeah, 250? Dude, that should be a $70 pedal. Yeah. I got to get one of these before they go like before they go all crazy. Yeah, a lot of one fifty four ninety nine is like that. It seems like where they're they're drawing the line. This just in, I know this is a music podcast, but Ludwig Ogren signs to YouTube streaming to stream exclusively on YouTube. Oh my goodness, that's a big move. Anyways, get your bag, boy, bro. I can't even imagine. Um. Yeah, any closing thoughts on on on, on happy diving? Uh, not really. I dig it. I think uh, I think it's cool that this is happening 2014-2016. It's beyond me at that point, but now I'm into it and I think that um, I think that there's other bands who are putting things out now who are circling back on this sort of thing. I have no, uh, you know, authority on that, but I kind of feel like it's what's happening, and uh, I think that's cool. I agree. If this sort of thing came back again for, like, the third time, yeah. I'm uh-huh. vibing. Yeah. Make balance and composure cool. great again, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> right, for sure. Um, yeah. I don't... Have we done balance and composure yet? Yeah. We have. I put in my... <clears throat> at that point, I was still, like, taking notes on episodes. And I remember it was, like, during quarantine for COVID, like, right up front, where it was, like, real deal. Everybody just stays home. And I was just, like, kind of taking, like, sad walks around my neighborhood with a PBR at night. Right. And uh, 
I wrote in my notepad during the Balance and Composure episode that it was the first episode that I also had to write down things in my therapy notepad. <laughs> Dude, it's getting really hard after like a hundred or so episodes <laughs> to like yeah. to like really find something that you're like interested in talking about and uh-huh. like was formative in one way or another. Or, yeah. like, is something you're Absolutely. currently really into? Uh-huh. Like, I wish we could talk about I Let It In and It Took Everything Again. Because I've developed... Is that... It's a Loathe album. Because I've developed, like, oh, oh, so right, right, right. much more appreciation for that record. Uh-huh. That's cool. Dude. Yeah, man. I mean... You know what we should do? This is actually sick. What? Okay. And then I'm just going to make sure we haven't done it yet. Because now I have to do this. Yeah, we're going to do I the Breather. Okay. I've heard of that. Uh, I just want to make sure. Yeah, it's false. Pro- uh, I the Breather, Truth and Purpose. Um, 2012. Metal record. Just cool. Fast. Hecky. It sounds like everything was recorded solid state in 2012. So, I mean, we're talking production Good. level, mildly high. Sounded great for uh-huh. the time. Definitely doesn't sound great now. You know what I'm saying? Sick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm listening to it now. We got we got to stop doing really short records because it feels unnatural to like push an episode, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like you haven't you haven't achieved your full uh, rhythm of this episode, and now right. it's done. I feel pretty good about it, but I I know what you're saying. There's 808s on this record. That's so sick. Good. There's just a couple of times. All right. You can find Eric on Twitter at offshore Eric, and you can find Andrew at I believe. Nilt Andrew. This has been the Nobody's Listening to This Music podcast. I've been Andrew. I've been Eric. And you guys have been great. See you later.